What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to HS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. This is episode 287 for the week of May 14th, 2023. The title of this week's episode is So the Points Don't Matter Again? My name is Josh, aka JK Fire. This week I'm joined by the man in the the sore losers jersey, Will, aka I am Mr. Mayhem. By that was a joke about the sore losers thing because I actually agree to an extent with what was said on Twitter, but we'll get to that later on in the topic of the show. But Will, aka I am Mr. Mayhem, Will! How are you doing on this Monday evening? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? I'm doing well as well. The light's flickering. I just saw that. I don't necessarily know why, so I'll figure that out. I know yeah. that the bulb, one of the bulbs had burnt out, so I replaced it. Maybe it's just a faulty bulb. Uh, but uh, I don't even know if it'll come through. I was just we'll, saying, we'll the fine. audience probably won't notice it because we got the studio lights too, so it's kind of circumventing it. But, you know, regardless, if you if you notice it, Will, just know that I notice it too. Okay. And I've been dealing with it. Sounds so, good. So, cool? All right, cool. cool. Um, Yeah, I'm doing well. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> Fox with the 8-month resub, you get a woo! Thank you so much for that. And then everybody that's tuning in to the live show, welcome Tara, Riz, Ash, um, all in one Indra on uh, Fox. Thank you guys so much for being here. Hope you guys are having a great fucking evening. We got a lot to talk about. Will, do you want to know what's on this week's episode of the show? What do we got? We have more community tournaments are entering the scene. The Halo Infinite update for May has been released with even more changes than initially announced and some issues. Pistola provides an update. We have our topic of the HCS 4K open series, the DreamHack qualifier results. And the revamped Halo Waypoint mobile app is being sunset less than two years after release. Yay. Will, let's kick it off with some competitive news. CHL announces weekly FFA series by Classic Halo League. With our 2v2 kickoff tournament approaching, we would like to announce our weekly month-long free-for-all series. All are invited. Top five from the 2nd, 9th, 16th, and 23rd will be put into a bracket for a winner's best of three prize for first place. Uh, that was a word cluster fucking one sentence. CHL, CHL maps and settings. You can join on their discord. And yes, Indra, I agree, but we'll get to that uh, soon. We love BTB announcement. This is by we love BTB. Uh, this, they state, we are pleased to announce the official launch of we love BTB, an esports event organizer on the Halo franchise, primarily focused on the big team battle game mode with the desire to restore BTB's former glory and offer a credible complimentary alternative to 4v4, which remains and will remain the flagship discipline of esports Halo. We love BTB was born earlier this year and can now rely on a staff of around 20 experienced people from around the world of esports and traditional sports who all share a passion for the game and BTB. The project was launched in March and has already been tested through several internal tournaments to refine our approach. Furthermore, our team has developed its own map pool consisting of nine maps forged by us and perfected thanks to feedback from the community through numerous testing phases, matches, tournaments, etc. We're also proud to currently have eight motivated teams ready to join the battle alongside us, which includes some of the best European players. To introduce our competitive circuit, we Love BTV is organizing an Invitational Cup, which will also allow us to finalize the details before the launch of the first season, which will take place around July. We can already confirm that our future competitions will be open to everyone, both confirmed and beginner players, and to all formations of the European scene. We're eager to start this new adventure and to introduce the Halo community to our unique and passionate approach to BTB. 
And they end it with, BTB is coming. Is that like a winter is coming reference from Game of Thrones? Maybe. They just, you know, there is a large BTB community out there that some of them are very competitive in it. So maybe this is the avenue. I mean, the fact that we had, like not us, but like the fact that the scene had sweaty war zone matches in Halo 5, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that... There's absolutely a massive um, appeal to BTB for the wider range of folks. You know nothing, Josh Snow? Fuck. <sighs> Halo Infinite update for May 10th, 2023. This is my Halo support. Balance changes. I did rock through these last week, but I'm just, this is a brief overview again. So here they are. Shroud screen and ranked matches. It's going down from two charges to one charge. Disruptor. The rate of fire and damage for the disruptor have both increased slightly, while the distance between two players required for shock chain damage to occur has been reduced. In addition, the disruptor will no longer inflict damage over time. Spike nades. The number of projectiles that explode out of the spike grenades has doubled, while the distance and damage inflicted has been reduced. Dynamo nades. The time it takes for dynamo nades to detonate, as well as the area of effect, shock chain distance, and the time between shock damage pulses has been reduced. In addition, the number of shock damage pulses and the damage inflicted by them has increased. Player movement will no longer be stunted due to shock damage. And then King of the Hill. This is fun. Yes. Um, during ranked matches... The initial time it takes for the hill to appear has been reduced from 15 seconds to 5 seconds. And after entering the hill, there is no longer a delay that occurs before the player starts capturing it. From Crux on Twitter, he put out a little clip and he goes, Was this intended? There's still a short charge time in ranked King of the Hill. Tashi replied with, well, this is not intentional and we'll be addressing it in a later update. The intent is that you get in and out of the hill and you're either scoring or not scoring instantly without a windup in either direction. So yes, that change did not technically get applied fully, although partially. And it'll fully be fixed at some other point in time that has not been indicated yet. So who the fuck knows when? Daddy with the five month resub and asks, will this be the week Will finally calls me daddy? Find out maybe on this episode of HTS Pro Talk. And daddy, you get a woo! Thank you so much for the resub. Akuza says 343 are so good at updating their games. They really tested it, didn't they? I mean, I assume that they did. You know. What's up, Coded? Welcome back. Here we go. The following map-based adjustments are also being made to ranked King of the Hill. On the map recharge, the second hill location has been moved from the long haul area of the map to the platform area of the map, also known as C-Plat. The hill location order on the map streets has also been adjusted. The previous rotation order is Old Town, also Pillars, Subway, or Tram, Station Square, or Courtyard, Commercial District, or Shotgun, and Main Street, or Bottom Mid. The new order is... Pillars, tram, bottom, mid, instead of courtyard, courtyard, then shotgun, and there you go. So, that's fun. And then, they also put out, the HCS made a video related to the ranked updates that are taking place in this update, and it outlines them all again in video format, and it was very well done, and you should go watch that. Now for known issues, because you know people complain about it, so know that it's an issue. 
that hasn't been fixed. And that issue is some custom settings may be reset upon launching Halo Infinite. Still an issue. They know about it. But hey, still an issue. If you encounter this issue after installing this update, please submit a ticket via the Halo support site. If you've already submitted a ticket, sign in and navigate to the My Activities page to update your existing ticket. Cool? So the issue I'm having, my settings aren't being reset when I launch Halo Infinite, mm -hmm. but the brightness page and the settings pages pop up. Everything's there. It's fine. It's good to go. I don't have to change anything, move anything. It's all there. So I just go through it, you know, hit, hit a a couple times and move on to the game i'm sure it's still unintended mm -hmm. for those menus to pop up but my settings are at least there at least there's that um blanca thank you for the follow welcome to the live show and asks are uh, they're not going to mention bottom hill uh bottom mid hill getting expanded thank you for mentioning that because i actually forgot and it is in that video that i did shout out earlier um, so please go watch that video. So that that update went live last week, right? Correct. It went live on Wednesday last week. Um, I've played Streets Strongholds and have not... Streets Hill. Streets Hill, yes. Sorry. It's okay. Sh Streets Hill and have not experienced that bottom mid hill being expanded. It's been the same hill. Blanca, I don't know what to tell you then. Did it look expanded during the tournament over the weekend? I, I, that sucks. I haven't even really been paying attention. Um, Blanca says, didn't either until yesterday. Okay. Saw the expanded hill in the phase turn. says Ash. Okay. So yeah, when I launched a custom game to check out the hill rotations, yeah. it was expanded. In matchmaking, it, it was not. When I played in matchmaking. Huh. Hmm. What's up, Carnage? Welcome back. Hmm. So, don't know if there's another issue there. Wonderful. Wunderbar. I'll have to pay more attention tomorrow when I play. So, I want to briefly talk about the setting changes. Okay. Okay. First up, I want to say this. The video, as mentioned earlier, outlining all the changes was great. And in my opinion, that needs to be the norm moving forward. The fact, like, now that they've put a video like that out there, I need to be expecting that type of video coming out for every update that's coming to ranked. Slash competitive, because they're basically the same thing. Now, it'd be even better if these types of videos came out ahead of time to make players aware before the patch and update releases. Because, because, while the changes are great on the outside looking in for King of the Hill... Outlining all of the changes ahead of time would have been greatly beneficial instead of only disclosing the timing updates and not disclosing the literal moving of a hill on recharge along with changing hill rotations on maps, which directly impacts pacing and strategies when a qualifying tournament is mere days away. Okay. Did you copy paste that message? Okay, good. Yeah, I'm sorry if the show notes command is not working. It looks like it should be working. Um, but clearly it's not, but there's the link if you need it. So in my opinion, this was another one step forward, two steps, two steps back moment when all I want to do is praise the update and video in their entirety, but I feel like I can't. It's, 
like, I'm not going to go on a full-blown rant here or anything like that. It's just disheartening that, like, you you had most of the changes already outlined, like, on Waypoint. Right? Like, you, yeah. had, you had almost all of them there. But some of the most important pieces of information were completely excluded in that overview. If you're already talking about King of the Hill in that overview article, then why not also include the rank changes that are coming in terms of, oh, we're expanding bottom, we're expanding bottom mid hill on streets. Oh, we're changing the rotation on streets. Oh, we're changing the position from a hill on recharge to C plat. Like why? I'm just mad that like there are times where it's there never there are times where I don't have to complain at all. Like what they release is awesome. I'm super excited. Love the way that they delivered the information. It's great. And then there's times like this where I want to give them all the praise in the world, especially for that video that came out that was greatly detailed and outlined everything in in short form. But now I can't because it's like one step forward, two two steps back for me. So try to bring it all back here. I really, really hope that those types of videos are the norm moving forward because I think they're incredibly beneficial. Uh, a lot of information in a short video gives you everything you need to know. Um, loved it. And then if you're going to release a Waypoint article ahead of time, outline all of the changes. Like, I get that they're not supposed to be patch notes. I understand that. You have a separate support article for patch notes. I get that. But at the same time, if you're going to give an overview, an overview article of the things that are happening... Don't exclude two of the most important things. Like, that's mind-boggling to me. <sighs> Aaron, welcome back. Good to see you. And uh, Blanca says, facts makes me think uh, someone fucked up the hill, someone working on it that didn't understand this impact. I don't know, man. I, I just truly don't know. They're discontinuing the Waypoint app, right? Yes, Daddy, and we'll be talking about that later on in the show. So don't worry about that. That's another fucking mini rant incoming, too. Whatever. Um, and then let's move on to some Tashi's tantalizing tidbits. Yeah. Yes. Of which Will has. So Fox asked, you said this is in collect stream? This was in collect stream, yeah. Perfect. So Fox asked, you reckon season one HCS bundles will come back like the other stuff has come back? Tashi says, yeah, they'll probably come back at some point. Now, I want to say this real quick. To the individual that made that post on Reddit, that I dunked on last week. I apologize. Okay. Straight up. I'll own up when I'm wrong. I'll own up if I, if I think I've gone too far on things and I, I shouldn't have called you out like that. I wasn't trying to shit on you. Like I said, but either way, I apologize for that. Um, I didn't think this was going to happen, but it, it is apparently going to happen. I'll fucking, you know, I'll eat shit and sit here and take it. And then Will, a.k.a. I and Mr. Mayhem, chimes in, will the teams that are no longer part of HCS be available? And Tashi said, no. We need active contracts with any teams that we sell with. Yeah, I uh, I put that in for clarification. I assumed that was the case, but people in chat were like, oh, Envy skins and all this. I'm like, hang on, guys. Wait a second. Yeah, those let's, are Let's clarify. Out. So I, I put that in there so he can expand on that first comment and not get people's expectations out of control. Indeed. And thank you for doing so well. Shirzy, welcome back. Good to see you, bud. That's it for the competitive news. <laughs> 
totally thought I had something else after that. It turns out, no, I don't have anything else after that. But, Will, what do we got next? Roster Media! All right, this was a tough one. Yeah. That uh, popped up on Twitter. And it's regarding Pistola. He put, uh, he put out there um, a little update for everyone who's interested, LOL. says, no, I'm not doing well. I've been pretty miserable all around. That's why I haven't tweeted or been around. And it's just, you know, seeing that from him really hit the feels. You know, I, I he's such a great dude. Everybody jumped in on that tweet and was wishing him well. And I, I'm, you know, I'm the same. I, I hope whatever he's doing, he's finding joy in his life. So very heartbreaking to see. Um, I'm not going to repeat the reply that I put in there, but I'll just say that it, it goes it, to Justin and to anybody else. It doesn't, uh, let me just say this. There's a reason why I keep our DMS open. Okay. Obviously like for people to reach out about tournament updates and stuff like that, but no, like one of the main reasons why I keep our DMS open are in case anybody needs to talk plain and simple. And that goes for Justin. That goes for anybody. If anybody's going through some shit and needs somebody to talk to, Need somebody to vent to, need somebody just to listen. DMs are always open, plain and simple. Obviously, the same rules apply. Don't be a shitter, all that stuff, right? But no, if 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 life's fucking hard, man. Life is incredibly fucking difficult. And like Will said, Justin is one of the greatest people that we've had the pleasure of, you know, talking to. He's he's sweet, he's kind, he's respectful. He just has like, he just has like an aura about him. Yeah. You know, I can agree with that for sure. And so Justin, we're wishing you the absolute best man. And like I said, DMS are always open. If not us, please, 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 please try to find somebody to talk to. And that's all I can really say, man. I really hope that you get through this whatever rut this may be and know that so many people love and care about you. Even people that never have met you, right? The impact that you've left upon not only the scene, but I'd say the world in general, right? You matter. Please talk to somebody if you haven't already and know that people love and care about you. All right. That's all we really have for Rostermania. I see someone put in chat, uh, Luminosity out of Mexico has some Rostermania. Uh, looking up, nothing's been updated on their website or Twitter. Oh, is it because they're like, is it because of the, like they play with one player online, but they play with somebody else on LAN? I thought I saw something about that. It's just for visa issues for the tournament invite. Is gotcha. that it? Ash, am, am I on the right track here? Please correct me if I'm wrong, but either way. Um, Daddy, I'm not going to read, and this isn't against you. I, I'm just not going to read what you asked uh, on the show, but I'm no, uh, no, definitely not. No, not our place. Absolutely not. He needs to he needs to be able to go through the things that he's going through. He if he ever hears this or sees this, then he knows that our DMs are open if he ever wants to talk. It's but I'm never 
never going to press that. It's no. Axios, welcome back. Farrell, welcome back. Max, welcome back as well. Hope everyone's having a great night. And then uh, Coenish and Visualite, thank you guys for the follows. Welcome to the live show. And yes, Pharaoh, you're right. Six Karma did get the invite. It wasn't Luminosity that did because we'll talk about how the points actually don't matter. Hero says, I work in mental health. I can only hope he's getting help if he needs it. That's exactly what, that's it, right? Yep. That's it. All right. Well, on that kind of sour note, should we move on to upcoming tournaments? Yeah, it's the only thing we can do at this point. All right. Um. Your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo Esports needs. On Wednesday, May 17th, we have the Australia New Zealand Challenger Series week number three. On Friday, May 19th, we have the Spartan 2v2 Creator Duel. On Saturday, May 20th, we have the Navi and Europa Halo Spring Series open number three. And G1's Pledge Your Oath showdown another showdown yeah and sunday may 21st we have the egl and uh oh halo br halo infinite 2v2 check them out if you're in the regions and you're able to sign up for them do so show them some love if they're streamed tune in if you can spread the love there you go that's it for your upcoming tournaments with the week presented by newcomer.com check out newcomer.com for all your Hey, Louis Sports Needs. And I'd say, uh, if you go into the show notes, which is in the pinned comment of the chat, CG, welcome back, by the way, uh, the links are included there. Or head on over to noobcomma.com for all your Hey, Louis Sports Needs. Beautiful. Yes. Sprint tournament, sprint, scrim tournament league recaps, Will. What do we got? Yeah, um... What we got is probably me butchering team names and gamer tags, but here we go. Uh, Voletta and EXYL team European FFA Spring Series finals, and here's your results. In eighth place, we had Crucial. Seventh went to Icon. Sixth, MC versus Arbiter. Fifth, Bastos. Fourth, Blizz. Third, Warlord. Second, Milzy. And first went to Glory GG's taking it home. Thank you. Uh, Next up, Navi. And Europa Halo Spring Series Open. This is uh, the second one that took place. In fourth place, we had Team Regain. This was Valkyrie, Nemain's, uh Desire, and Shabby Dagger. Third went to Lahazi, which was um, Knuckles, uh, Mus Young, uh, Ask Horizon, and X Azmat. Second went to Cat Smile Gaming. This was, son, is that a Q in there? I'm gonna go with. Uh, is there a Q in there? Sunro, uh, Zove, Flubzo, and Marine, and then first went to BH3 Esports. This was Warlord, Squashy, Sunrise, and Bastos. Um, Ash, gonna circle back to the additional DreamHack tournament. I'm you had asked if it's FFA in regards to Magic's tweet. I'm going to assume it's FFA. It's a $5,000 prize pool. What's been consistent across the board in terms of FFAs? They've all, they've all had $5,000 prize pools, at least for HCS sponsored events, right? So I'm going to go out on a limb 
and say that it's an FFA. I cannot confirm that. Take it with a grain of salt. I don't have inside information, but I'm going to assume that it's an FFA. And for those who don't know, if you if you bought a BYOC pass for DreamHack Dallas, then you could compete in a Halo tournament that's also there. Collect, thank you. Also, welcome, Collect. Good to see you. Welcome yes. back. Uh, says, it's an FFA. I got y'all. Thank you so much. See, there you go. There you go. The source comes here. <laughs> Look at that. Thank you, Collect. Hope you're doing well. Also, what the fuck does your tweet mean? It says, my next chapter is a flag of China. What the fuck does that mean? Wait, I didn't see that. I got to go no, check. No, he just tweeted five minutes ago. Oh, Oh, you're bored? Okay, I was going to say, get the fuck out of here. You're staying on complexity, you motherfucker. <laughs> All right. They need you. Relax. <laughs> All right. Should we go to our topic of the week? <laughs> yeah, let's get to it. All right, our topic of the week at the ACS 4K Open Series DreamHack Qualifier results. In Australia, New Zealand. Okay. Joining Embiid and John. <laughs> No, he's joining. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> he's joining Dylan Brooks in China. All right, moving on. And actually, I wouldn't work. I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemies. And collect is far from that. I love him. So, fuck that. Uh, in Australia, New Zealand, here is where I am incredibly happy for the team that won, but I'm incredibly disheartened by the way this is, by the way the format is, okay? So for those who don't remember, a while ago, the last 4Ks that were scheduled to happen, including the phase 4K for North America, were just that. Were strictly that. 4Ks. That's it. But then, a little before this, these tournaments took place, it was then changed so these 4Ks became the DreamHack Dallas qualifiers. Okay? Before I get into this, Winkler with the 11th month resub, you get a wow! Thank you so much for the resub. Greatly appreciated. And LT Woods, or Lieutenant Woods, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. So they had updated the format so that these 4Ks became the DreamHack qualifiers. Okay? Will, I'm going to ask you a hypothetical question here. Hypothetical or rhetorical? I don't, I don't know words, so probably rhetorical. Do you think that by making that format change, it fucks with how the point structure works? By making the change of moving the qualifier into the 4K? Yep. I mean, it was rhetorical. Yeah. The answer is yes, because yeah. I know words. Because the points don't fucking matter anymore. Or the points didn't matter for this. As they mattered much. for seeding into this 4K, a.k.a. DreamHack qualifier. But they didn't matter in the grand scheme of things. The reason I say that, and this is no, I'm not, I want to make the point known right now. Whatever team won each of the qualifier, that's awesome. I'm never going to take a win away from you. You earned it. You fought for it. You got it. Okay. 
Never going to take that away. I'm just mad because of the following. For Australia, New Zealand. In Australia, New Zealand. In fourth place, we had 95X Esports, which was Rice, Man of Chicken, Meadow, and Noobles. Noobles. That could be like a chicken noodle soup right there. Yeah. Chicken, rice, noobles. I don't know what Mido is, but whatever. <laughs> Yo. Sure. Why third not? was the third was Mind Freak. Beaston, Pips, Benji, and Plasma. Divine Mind came in second. And here's where you'll get you'll get my point sooner or later. Divine Mind took second with Sways, Berserk, Slays, and Raided. Now, Phantom Snake, thank you for the fall. Welcome to the live show. And then Vertex took first with Ryu, Scoobmeister, Ninjastics, and Divinity. Divine Mind had more points than Vertex after this 4K had completed, if I am not mistaken. Therefore, in my mind, I would think that Divine Mind would have the invite to DreamHack Dallas. But since this was the DreamHack Dallas qualifier and not just a 4K, since Vertex won and only one team out of Australia New Zealand gets the invite to Dallas, Vertex won the qualifier, therefore Vertex gets the invite. Which again, I want to say, huge, 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 huge shout out to fucking Scoobmeister, mouse and keyboard player extraordinaire. And his team on getting that invite. That's fucking amazing. Plain and simple. Never going to take that away from you. I hope you tear shit up in Dallas. Just the way I look at the points working, though, that's where I'm a little disheartened. See where I'm coming from? Ash says, I suppose the problem could have been avoided. They made it a 20-team tournament and the, uh, and got two teams from each Mexico and Australia and New Zealand and maybe two more in North America. I think the big problem is that they mushed the two together. But maybe that's just me. Most of the qualifier. Yeah. The, well, I think what they're looking at for HCS is that you had two tournaments very close together. Uh-huh. And they wanted to, maybe needed to, don't know behind the scenes workings here, but yeah. needed to condense that down to one. You don't want to overload your viewers, et cetera. There may have been reasons. And I already went on a rant about that because they didn't really communicate it well. And yes. that was a whole other, whole other fucking debacle. Yes. But regardless... But, if the if the esports engine site is updated for HGS points, Vertex is in third place in that in terms of region points. in terms of points. Okay. Is it still Divine Mind at first or is it Mind yes. Freak? Okay. Is Mind Freak second? Yes. Okay. Perhaps they had to keep it smaller because CSGO is the headline, so to speak, for DreamHack. I don't think that matters, Daddy, at all. Because like Halo and CSGO are not competing. Like they're not competing esports in any way, shape, or form. So I don't think that necessarily matters. Um, but regardless, congratulations to Vertex for getting that win. That is amazing. Want to see you do well in Dallas. I'm disheartened by the fact that the points don't seem to matter as much because apparently they did matter a lot. And now apparently they didn't because this was the qualifier, whatever, moving on in Mexico, another type of situation here in fourth place was Centenegra TJ. Um, oh God, I'm going to turn into will. Yes, finally. Exandrado, Izirum, Tylenzi, and Pink Sakura. In third, we had Luminosity. 
which easily had the most points in the region, even after this 4K. Am I right on that? Yes. Okay. Easily have the most points, but they took third in this qualifier. Therefore, they did not get the invite. And that was Noble Bullet Drift and Atso. My Little Ponies took second. Gambino, Magico, Rorch, and Goraloco. And then first was six Karma Esports. Sepstars, Acid, Strikey, and Leor. Okay? So again, huge shout out to six Karma. That's awesome. You punched your ticket. Excuse me. That's great. But man. Sucks for Luminosity who have been on the top the entire time in that region the whole year so far. And then to just get bonked out because they didn't take first in this qualifier, that sucks. Yeah. If again, if these points are updated. Yeah. Um looking at the bullet drift and noble on luminosity, mm-hmm. they cover the points themselves. Of six karma. Yep. And then you add Atso. So again, huge shout out to six karma for winning, but I hope you guys see my point here is that it sucks that you make the HCS makes a huge, makes such a huge emphasis on the points mattering this year, way more than they did last year up until this point where it seemingly appears is that they don't matter at all, except for seeding for that qualifier. Because as soon as that qualifier was seeding all, all, you know, all bets are off. Yeah. Um, and I guess the argument is that this is an invitational mm-hmm. with these rules were set in place beforehand. You know, the points will still definitely matter for your seeding into majors and whatnot. Yep. It is just a different type of tournament that's going on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, There are four teams for EU. Daddy. Four teams for EU. Speaking of EU, we had in fourth place, J-Lings, Clonely, Too Foxy, Respectful, and Septic, Awababobs, do, 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 do. Thank you. Lumizer, Glory, Flux, and Moe's. Navi in second with Snipe Drone, Snakey, Z, Mighties, and Jimbo. And first, of course, shocking, literally nobody was Quadrant, Sika, Chick, SLG, and Legend. So those four teams will be invited to DreamHack Dallas. And now let's talk about North America. Let's talk about North America. Well, before, Ash says, it's a big discussion in the whole Mexico region about visas. The teams often change when travel uh, gets put on the line, so the qualifying teams would actually be able to travel. It's a different beast there since it's harder for them. Wait, I thought Navi won? No, Navi qualified. Quadrant won, though. I think Navi won the 2K before, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong there, though, Collect. But if my mind serves me right, I believe... Navi won the, the 2K before this 4K. Chat, correct me if I'm wrong. North America. Ready, Will? Yeah. Are you ready, kids? I was hoping to see chat go off with that, but we'll... Uh, I'm waiting. <laughs> so I'm just wait. kidding. I, I won't wait. It's okay. 
Oh shit! Huge shout out to um, Ikuza for posting where a Wobblebob came in, like the origins of a Wobblebob in the Halo tournament discussion chat in our Discord. Huge shout out Ikuza! Thank you so much for that. All right, CG did it. I can't hear you. I'm not gonna do it. Okay. Oh. The HTS Open Series for 4K, the DreamHack Qualifier for North America. Let's talk about some notable series real quick, shall we? What do you got? In Pool B. Collect's here. Collect, you know what happened in Pool B, don't you? I think, I think you do. Complexity 3-0'd phase. But it didn't stop there. Oh, no, 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 no. It didn't stop there. Because Complexity took first in that pool they took fucking first in that pool huge shout outs to complexity that's awesome uh josh thank you for the follow welcome to the live show that's me except it's not me (laughs) but my name is josh in pool c status quo beat native white three to two and will Guess what happened? What happened? I was right. Oh God. This I again. was right. I was right. Status quo took second in their pool. <laughs> I fucking nailed it. Sal says, Jesus. Welcome to the live show. I did it. Ladies and gentlemen. I got a prediction correct. They they don't happen very often, but when they do, oh, oh, they hit so well. Huge shouts to status quo on that. That was awesome. Pool D. G1 beat Native Red, getting a little bit of their revenge, 3-2. to two. Again, there's only in pools, though. But here's where shit got fucking weird. Okay? Mantra 3-0'd Native Red, and they also 3-1'd G1, and they took first in their pool. Didn't expect that at all. Nope. Not in the motherfucking slightest. So congratulations to Mantra. What's up, Danny? Welcome back. Let's talk about the winner's bracket quarterfinal. FaZe went up against Optic. This was the, probably the biggest, well, one of the most anticipated matches for sure. So FaZe went up against Optic. Game one was Strongholds on Streets. These games, so I'll just give you a heads up. It was a 3-0 going by way of phase, okay? Each game is broken into three different stories, okay? Well, each game is a different story, okay? Okay. Game one is the story of rockets. Game two is the story of camo. And game three is the story of overshield, all right? Let me take you on a trip. Game one, strongholds on streets. The story of rockets. <laughs> with the momentum going the way of optic along with a substantial lead, but a botched play at the C stronghold allows phase to gain control of the fresh rockets while also having four down on the side of optic still down nearly 60 points phase, make their presence known getting the triple cap along with the slays to bounce right back into the game and taking the lead for the first time. 117 to 116. Oh, they absolutely did CG. I'm not going to take that away from them. They absolutely did. 
Optic prevent the game from getting out of hand by preventing another triple cap from phase, gaining some control of their own with an AB hold and regaining the lead 145 to 144. From then on out, we had a bloodbath with both teams going back and forth and lead changes all until the Rockets spawned at the 10 minute mark. Two players on Optic looked to be positioned to pick them up, but instead, Face took advantage, taking out the two players along with securing the B stronghold to get them scoring once again. With three dead on the side of Optic, FaZe rush into C to take out the remaining Lucid, capture the stronghold for the triple cap, allowing Royal 2 to pick up the Rockets, and keep the Optic spawners at bay. FaZe take the game one win, 250-211. to All about that Rocket control. Game two, Slayer on Aquarius. The story of active camo. While this game was close up until the tail end, it was really FaZe maintaining camo control and consistently keeping Optic on their hind legs back within their base, allowing for more map control and taking the win 50-40. to 40. Okay? And Game 3 was King of the Hill on live fire. It was a story of Overshield. Little Lucid, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. And Sparkle, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. What's up, Briggs? Welcome back. Uh... I'm sorry that commands are not working. I apologize. Game three, King of the Hill on live fire. The story of Overshield. Wow, what a start by phase. With Renegade getting sniper and heat wave, tearing shields off players and getting kills of his own, allowing his teammates to get the first hill basically uncontested, and phase leading the Slays department 8-2 to two to open the game. Okay. They get the first cap immediately and are winning 8-2 to two in the Slays game. That's insane. But Optic answer right back with a hill capture of their own off the backs of a trippy play, staying alive and popping overshield at the perfect time. To allow his teammates enough time to push FaZe out of the hill, the game is now 1-1. One to one. Frosty gets the triple kill with the sniper, Snakebite gets the new overshield, and Optic are forced out of the third hill, allowing FaZe to get the capture at A. Game is now 2-1. to one. The Overshield Hill is next, and this one is phase all day. Optic don't even have the opportunity to contest as they're continually forced out of positions by the members of phase. All the while, Snakebite continues to rack up the hill time. Score is now 3-1. to one. Keeping the pressure on, Snakebite gets the fresh Overshield, and phase are keeping Optic players scrambling. Optic attempted desperation contest, but it was of no use. Phase take the hill capture and game win 4-1. to one. Phase sweep Optic to the loser's bracket. And then elsewhere, Complexity 3-0'd Sentinels. Hell yeah. Good on you, Complexity. Good on you. Ash says, I got to say, having the power-ups be activatable is one of Infinite's more interesting changes. I will say, I thought it was going to be awful, Ash. you If you go back and you re-listen to old, old episodes before Infinite released, and they... And they showed like the ability to sprint with the flag. They showed how you can store your power up on you. I thought it was going to be a fucking nightmare. And uh turns out it's I would say fairly balanced. Yeah. I feel like the uh most of the time you see people just pop them right away because they're usually highly contested. If you get away with it, you get that power up used. Most of the time. Exactly. <sighs> How the fuck do you pronounce that name? Oh. I have literally no idea 
I'm going to go with that. Those are M's and it's Mimosy. Well, if it is Mimosy, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live <laughs> show. Oh, memory. 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 It's an R. It's apparently. If you competed in a tournament, your name would be on worst gamer tags of the list. Just giving you a heads up. <laughs> thank you for the follow. Welcome to the thank live you. show. And thank you for explaining what your name actually meant. At least I got the M's right. I'll, you take, did. I'll take pride you, in no, that. No, you didn't. And I thought that too, but I'm like, what the fuck? My brain is like, what is that? God. Dominates. Thank hey. you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. That's an easy enough name to understand. Jesus. So yeah, complexity uh, drops Sentinels down to loser's bracket. They beat them 3-0. In loser's round one, G1 get knocked out of the tournament by Shopify Rebellion 3 to 1. G1 really need to fucking step their game up. Now maybe maybe they just are going to do better on LAN instead of online, but man, they really really need to step their game up. This is I mean we were talking when they first were rolling like mm-hmm. top 4 team they could easily contest for that fourth place spot, but I am, oh man, maybe I'm jumping to conclusions right now. We haven't seen them on land again yet. Right. So it's online. Right. Let's just it's wait. online. Exactly. I need to, I need to take my own advice here. Right. So let's just, let's just have myself relax a minute. Wait till dream hack is over. Reassess at that point as we get into the optic major. But either way, I don't like how it's looking. I'll just put it that way. That's fair. That is fair. Awesome. In losers round three, complexity went up against optic gaming. And uh, no offense to collect and co, but uh, I don't think anybody saw this coming. No, I mean, you have the current number one team in the world going up against complexity, more newly formed. Yep. Not as well practice unless they've been putting the work in behind the scenes you know holy shit we have a og returning to the live show or i guess returning to the show in general it's spud cuddle it's (laughs) (laughs) yeah nailed it thank you i thought so too it's fucking good to see you man holy shit good wow hope you're doing well Man, fucking wow. That just brought me back. Yeah, that was a, that's, that's a trip, man. Real old school name there from the show. Love it. Oh, shit. And we got Burnaby with a six-month resub. You get a woo! Thank you very much. So complexity went up against Optic. Yeah. Loser's round three. Loser goes home. Game one was CTF on Argyle. What is Argyle, Will? Uh, the versatile trash pile. Thank you. I can see his name, Ikuza. So take that for what you will. I don't know what your settings are at, but you know, whatever. Who doesn't like a bit of a sudden death overtime? Great. After a grueling 0-0 game, both teams have the opportunity to reset the balance and see who can get the single flag capture needed to win the game. With an active Campbell pull uh, of the optic flag by cycle, it was nearly a guarantee. But Optic clutched up on the slays when needed and were preparing for a return. But their plans are foiled when Tusk grapples the flag past top mid of the map towards the complexity base. 
Like this what, uh, fucking 1,000 IQ play to bring it over there. Otherwise, it was like dead in the water if yeah, you looked at sure. it. Monster gets the two massive kills on APG and Trippy, allowing Cycle to grab the flag once more and capture for the win, one to nothing, while Lucid is simply unable to contest any longer. Blanca, it's not, but I appreciate your opinion. I'm glad it has two snipers, but man, that uh, not a big fan of it. Game two was Slayer on Streets. Another game that comes down to rocket control, it seems, with complexity not letting off the gas and taking the win 50-41. to 41. One thing I do want to call out, and Will, I think you're going to appreciate this. Uh, Arav, welcome back, says the camel flag map. Yes, that, yeah, that's exactly what Argyle is. Will literally talked about that before we started recording the show. Yep. Um, so, Will, I think you're going to appreciate this because we haven't talked about this in a while. Okay. Okay. One thing I do want to call out is something that I feel we haven't talked about for quite some time, and that is the concept of trigger discipline. Tusk, after grabbing the new rockets, runs up B stairs and is able to get the body rocket off on APG, finishing off with the BR outside PD. Switching back to his rockets with one left in the chamber, he works his way around back A, checking his corners to not get bat smacked. He turns the corner towards cafe and sees a very weak formal. Switches back to his VR just as Monster finishes off the kill, and then proceeds to look for another player. He spots Lucid heading up towards tires from bottom mid, and instead of firing off that last rocket, knowing Lucid was weak, he pushes around the corner to Bulldog spawn and kills Lucid with the BR as he is mid-jump towards tires. Okay? Finally, pushing into subway stairs, knowing the possibility he was going to get killed, he wastes the last rocket so his optic is unable to gain the advantage. They then went on to win the game. I feel like it's not talked about enough when it's shown. And the commentators during that match did bring it up. I think Clutch was the one that mentioned it during that match. Trigger discipline is incredibly important. And we saw some of it during Halo 5. And we talked about it during Halo 5. But when you see it take place, I want to make sure it's called out. Because it's really... To me, it's one of those things, right? It's Trigger discipline to me is one of those things that separates a great player from a good player. Knowing the situation to use the weapon that you have. Knowing not to waste something if you have it, just because it seems more convenient. No, he knew Lucid was weak. And he's like, why would I waste my rocket on a weak player when right. I can just yeah. outposition and get him where I think he's going to go? Knowing full well, this is exactly where he went. He was, he was able to get the kill. Formal, his back was turned to him. Like, Formal didn't see him. He knew Formal was weak. Why would I waste my rocket on this player when I can just switch to my BR? Oh, Monster already got the kill because he was literally one shot. APG, when he shoots the first rocket and gets, a, and gets his shields down, right? Why waste that second rocket on APG when you know he's one shot? When you can just outmaneuver, you know he's sitting back there in the corner of PD, and you just finish him off with the BR. It's that. Now, gr while it does suck that that last rocket was inconsequential because, like, he had to waste it, the fact that he knew, like, oh, man, I'm literally one shot. I might die here. I do not want them to have this. I'd rather waste it than them have the opportunity to. Like players throwing Sniper off the map on live fire, right? It's that same concept. I just, I loved what Tusk did during that game. He didn't single-handedly win the game for the team, but like that that string of plays that he did were 
that was awesome. It was just awesome to watch. Love trigger discipline. Game three, strongholds on recharge. With their backs against the wall, Optic needed to pull something out of their ass if they were going to win this game, especially with how complexity had all the momentum going their way after that game two win. Well, Lucid puts the team on his back with a 2014 and 10 performance and a nearly 100 point comeback to win the game 250 to 193. Could we be seeing the beginnings of a reverse sweep? We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> game four, King of the Hill on live fire. With what appeared to be a smart move by complexity, allowing Optic to gain hill time while actually positioning for the first overshield, it ended up backfiring for them in the long run of the first hill. Optic made a massive push and regained control of the hill and take the 1-0 lead. And unfortunately for complexity, the backfiring continued. Optic go on to take three more consecutive hills, winning the game 4-0 off another incredible lucid MVP performance. Don't call it a comeback? Game five was Slayer and Aquarius. I don't even necessarily know how to break this one down, considering how scrappy it felt to watch. There's only one real camo that was put to good use on the side of complexity, forcing Optic to stay within their base. But even that didn't really matter, considering Optic were able to bring the game back in terms of scoring. What I think complexity did really well in this game was towards the end, and how they stayed together, either in a buddy system or watching sightlines, while Optic felt more spread out and alone. Complexity take advantage of the situation. They win the game 50 to 40, preventing the reverse sweep and knocking Optic out of the tournament altogether with a fifth, sixth placing. So congratulations to Complexity on knocking Optic out. Daddy says, Collect and Cycle have been frying, but I've been super impressed with Tusk recently. He went from a utility piece and above average HCS pro, in my opinion. He, they've all been doing very well. Um, this is why I'm just excited to see how they perform finally um, at Dallas and beyond because I, I've i said it before and I'll say it again. I just really want them to shut people up. That's all I want. That's all I want. Um, Danny says, my trigger discipline is ass. I see something move, I shoot. But th that's the thing too, Danny, is like it's very good to get damage down. Absolutely, it's good to get damage down. The reason why I was calling out Tuss uh, trigger discipline is because he wasn't wasting power. He wasn't wasting utility. He wasn't wasting power weapons. Instead, he was getting the most out of them. Like it's one thing to see an enemy and get damage down on them. So hopefully either you pick them off or a teammate is close by and picks them off. That's great. That's one of lucid's tips that he provided that I still stick in the back of my head, get damage on the map. But it's another thing when you have a power weapon and you're not wasting those shots. And you're not, you're not shooting into a fucking, like, not, not in terms of snake bite, but like when you're not, you're not wasting them. You're not shooting them to a wall. You're not shooting them at the floor. You're not, you know what I mean? You're not shooting them into a void thinking you're going to hit somebody across the map. It's like, you're actually utilizing them properly. In the loser semifinal complexity then went on to, uh, to beat native red three to one complexity. Keep moving on within the tournament. Uh, before I continue on with the stuff. Can you even take it? I can take it. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Back to it. The winner's final. SSG went up against FaZe. Or in our term, FaZe. Check out with the 11th month resub. You get a woo. Thank you so much. And uh, meet. Meet CE. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. 
SSG against FaZe. Winner's final. Game one. Oddball on streets. Frankly, I don't care about who won this game. It's the only thing I do care about. It was when the game breaks and the oddball gets stuck in the ceiling of PD, making both teams wait 30 seconds before the ball respawns. This is one of those things that completely breaks momentum and setups during a game, and I guess we just need to add it to the list of shit that needs to get fixed. Actually, I lied. I do care about who won this game, as it was another instance of the game breaking that basically led to SSG winning this one. Credit to them for closing it out in the last few seconds. Don't get me wrong, that shit was insane. With FaZe only needing two more seconds to win the game, Royal 2 is taken out in arcade by the last remaining player in SSG and Eco, coming from tires. Frosty is able to get the unbelievably clutch kill on Eco while the other players on SSG are preparing to spawn up. Frosty makes his move on the oddball, but instead of gracefully grabbing the objective, he is hung up and even pushed backwards by some measly books sitting on the ground. Frosty's then naded out of arcade. SSG get the new rockets and the game's the game the game ends there. SSG win 2-1. Go watch Frosty's clip. It's on his Twitter. It's fucking infuriating. Like, I can't guarantee that he would have gotten those two seconds, but man. But he didn't have the chance to. He didn't even have the chance to. The game fucked him that hard. And on the polar opposite side, SSG had the ball in PD. Like, they were they were ready with a setup at PD, and the ball got stuck in the ceiling. So, like, it, it went both ways in terms of the game fucking both teams. Regardless, SSG won the game. Game two, Slayer on live fire. FaZe have to be angry after that one. And after the 20 kill mark, they never looked back. Sure, the game got closer many a time, but FaZe kept their composure throughout and win the game 50-47. to 47. Game three was CTF on Empyrean, where basically every single phase push ends in disaster. Oh, no. SSG make it look effortless. That's really all there is to say. Oh, and how Eco is easily one of the most clutch players in the game, hands down, preventing a last-second flagpole by FaZe by getting an unbelievably crucial kill on Renegade. The other players on FaZe drop like flies, and with only 30 seconds left on the game clock and down by one capture, FaZe are unable to make another attempt. SSG win the game 2-1. to one. And I, I mean this. If you guys go back and watch that game, every single time FaZe tried to capture the flag or tried to make a push on the enemy base, they could never get it done. Like, one of them would go down and then it would just be over or, like, it, they didn't have proper setups going. It was just... It, it was... Oh, man, it was weird. And then every time SSG went in there, they're like, hey, guys... Let's just take your flag real quick. Let's just do, 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 do bring it back to our base. Of, you know, <laughs> yeah. fight cap. Uh, game four was strongholds on recharge. Oh no. Let me just tell you the score on this one. 250 to 49. That's some strong control. 250 for SSG. FaZe had 49. FaZe didn't score another point in the entire game 
after SSG were leading 103 to 49. SSG gained 147 unanswered points to win the game and the series. Frosty and Renegade both didn't eclipse the 10 kill mark. Whoa! That's fucking, that's a slobber knocker. Like, holy shit. Zig, welcome back. Good to see you. Infamous, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. And then we get to the grand finals. It was SSG against FaZe again. So FaZe uh, did take out uh, complexity in the loser final. This grand final, game one, King of the Hill on recharge. SSG simply looked like the better team and with better positioning and control. They win 4-2. Game two was Slayer on streets. The back smack heard around the internet. FaZe had a slight lead, 37-34, to 34, and Snakebite had a fresh set of rockets working his way around Cafe on top of Bulldog Spawn. Little did he know that Bound was sneakily on Cafe's steps waiting for his moment to strike. Due to Snakebite not checking his corners. Remember Tusk did check no. his corners? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Snakebite didn't. Bound is able to get the back, back whack on him, grab the full set of rockets, and put them to good use to give his team the lead 38-37. to 37. SSG run with the momentum on their side, winning the game 50-46. to 46. Game through is oddball and live fire. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, stats don't mean everything especially in an objective game type. Case in point, not even a near 50 bomb from Royal 2 would be enough to take down SSG in this game. Instead, the only stat that matters is ball time, and SSG had more of it. Are we really about to see FaZe get swept in the grand finals regardless of this being an online tournament? Game 4, CTF on Argyle. Hats off to SSG. And I swear... I swear it. Penguin's the best CTF player in this game. Having some incredible momentum swinging plays during this game, including the snipe headshot on Renegade as he was falling off the map, allowing Eco to continue running the flag in sudden death overtime. Renegade makes a last-ditch effort push to stall the inevitable flag from being captured, and Eco finishes the job, winning the game, the series, and the tournament. Therefore, your results are in 7th and 8th, we had Shopify Rebellion, which was Ryanoob, Mental, Carmea, and Rain, and the Avengers with Huss, Neuronical, Swish, and Precision. In 5th, 6th, we had Mantra, which is Super CC, Mortally, Ace, Inceptify, and Optic Gaming, Formal, Trippy, APG, and Lucid. In 4th place was Native Gaming Red, Manny, Soul Snipe, Talek, and Druk. In 3rd was Complexity, Cycle, Collect, Tusk, and Monster. In second was FaZe Clan. Royal 2, Renegade, Frosty, and Snakebite. And in first, convincingly, was SSG, Eco, Penguin, Bound, and Stellar. Rob, I agree with you. It was fucking, it was weird, man. That, I'm telling you, go watch that clip by, uh, go watch that clip on Frosty's Twitter. That thing fucking irritated me. Like, I watched that, I'm like, I, my controller would be halfway across the room if that yeah. happened to me. Like, holy shit. Um, Furt and Nova Actual, thank you guys for the follows. Welcome to the live show. And with that, 
All VODs and brackets are included in the Google Doc, the show notes of the show. Um, I would say exclamation point show notes in chat, but the link's not working. So, Will, you might have to repost it again because I think the pin may have gone away. No, I did it until uh, end of stream. Okay, perfect. So, in the pin comment, you can check out the show notes. Everything, to, everything is there. But, therefore, Bird Degree Murder, that's a great name, too. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Here are your qualified teams from North America for DreamHack Dallas. And I'll go based off of seeds. Because again, this brings me back to the point where it feels as though the points don't necessarily matter. And on one point, it fucking sucks because they said they put a lot a large emphasis on them. And on the other hand, I got to respect the teams that competed their asses off in this qualifier. Uh, Zunzi and Vans, thank you guys for the follows. Welcome to the live show. Your 10th seed for North America. Sentinels, ninth seed, Shopify Rebellion, eighth seed, the Avengers, seventh seed, Native White, sixth seed, G1, fifth seed, Complexity, fourth seed, Native Red, third seed, Optic Gaming, second seed, Phase Clan, and first seed, Space Station. And dominates, yes. It, it, it sucks, though. It just fucking sucks. Uh, so yes, even though optic have the most points as a team, they are not the first seed because SSG won this qualifier. Okay. So let's talk about that. Trippy States won two out of six online tournaments in the last land plus most total points equals third seed thumbs up. Eco said, did y'all not know this the whole time or something? And Trippy said, yeah, I thought it was just the last 4K before the tourney, which had a $15,000 prize pool. Didn't think they'd completely discount anything prior to this online tourney. And Hoaxer replied, yeah, they had that top two placing thing in for a minute, to be honest. Not saying I agree with it. I don't hate it. But it looks like HCS was really wanting to place higher incentives and implications for all teams to participate. Um, based off North American seed, where do the foreign teams get slotted? I think it's how they typically do it, don't they? Like where they'll have, what will it be? Two, four, six, eight. Oh, it's nine, ten though. That is going to be weird with only ten teams from North America going in because typically they they do like two North American teams per pool, and then like and then they distribute the others accordingly and the, like for majors, right? And then you have like an open bracket team come in for fill those last slots in those pools. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be weird. We'll have to wait and see. Formal said the HCS format is laughable. We just played like 10, two K's and four K's just to have those points mean nothing. Just another hilarious decision out of them. Lethal said we all forgetting G one getting second seed for Orlando. LOL. Nothing new, but at the same time is also definitely a pretty lame way to do it. Just another day around here though. And then from now, here's where, here's where I'm a little conflicted. Okay. What is one of my biggest problems with the HCS? Will? there's communication. That's it. You nailed it. Communication. That's one of my biggest problems with the HCS DS. Thank you for the uh, follow. Welcome to the live show. Considering communications, one of my biggest problems with the HCS 
on the open series waypoint article, which they are consistently updating, by the way, it states the following. Okay. This is word for word from that article. The top two placing teams will stamp their tickets to DreamHack Dallas. Following the qualifier, the remaining top eight teams with the most HCS points will earn the remaining NA invites. Nowhere there, nowhere there does it say seed. It just said they're getting invited. Doesn't say anything about seed. Sure. Okay. Do you see where I'm coming from? Because what the next three bullet points that I'm about to read, you can deduce that they meant seed. Okay. Okay. The first place team will stamp their ticket to DreamHack Dallas. Following the qualifier, the reigning top three teams with the most HCS points will earn the remaining EU invites. Okay. The only the first place Mexican team will join us at DreamHack Dallas, and only the first place Australian New Zealand team will earn an invite. So again, my problem is nowhere in official communications did they state by word that that if you win it, that's the seed that you get. Or wherever you place in the top 10, as long as the points matter, whatever, that's your seed for the event. Hasn't this been the case, though, for other tournaments that the teams that qualify get the better seeds over those who are uh, brought in by the points? See, I think I see where you're coming from. I'm going to... I don't want to talk for them, but I'm going to, I'm going to try to put myself into optic shoes for a second. This isn't coming as like a fanboy or any fucking thing like that. Okay. I'm not going to say anything like that because we're not, we're not optic fanboys. We, you know, impartial to every team. If I'm going to put myself into optic, optic shoes, here's what I'm thinking. We're competing in this qualifier, right? To qualify for dream hack. And then the points that we get from the 4k, that is also the qualifier will assist in seeding. So even if we don't place well at this qualifier, this, the amount of points that we have already, along with the amount of points that we potentially get from this 4k means that we have the most points. So we still have the first seed. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's what I'm getting at. Because let's say, hypothetically speaking, that Optic win it. Okay? Let's say, hypothetically speaking, that Optic win it. Um, oh, wait, no. I lied. Hypothetically speaking, let's say FaZe win it. Okay? And Optic, like, drop off the face of the planet. For the Invitational. For this saying. 4K slash qualifier. Oh, this 4K. For this 4K slash qualifier. Yeah. Because I'm getting at the points here. And then FaZe somehow have more points than Optic. At that point, you would think that based off of points and not just the qualifier, that phase would have the number one seed. So when I'm thinking, like if I'm putting myself into optic shoes, even though they didn't win this, based off of the points that they got from this and the fact they had the most points anyway, I think they thought that they would have number one seed because they had the most points after this 4K regardless of placing. When it turns out that was not the case. The top two teams qualify, but come yeah. on, the top two teams are going to be some of the best teams anyway, so it doesn't fucking matter. But 
those two teams, whoever won the qualifier gets the number one seed. And I don't think that was properly communicated. And Arav says, nope. And it says, will face take the number one seed from optic? Almost like they were the only ones that could see just this lack of communication. If they like, I'm not distraught about it or anything like that, but I just wish that they would have went ahead and that's, that's from the official waypoint article. That's the most up-to-date thing that's out there. I got it today while making the show notes and nowhere in there. Does it say anything about the seed? So next time moving forward, because like, uh, dominate said, it's going to probably be the same thing for the global invitational. The next one that happens down the line, you know, properly communicate that if you win that qualifier, you have the number one seed plain and simple. Oh, <sighs> Now, tell me if I'm wrong here. You don't get points from these invitationals because they're just invitationals. Other teams don't have an opportunity to compete. I would assume you do not. So, I'll just say this. It's an invitational then. There's money on the line. Optics going in at third seed. They're still the best team on land as of right now. Go in, prove yourself. What, what else What else you got to do? It's the same business. Right. Same teams are going to be there. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, right? Optic phase SSG all expected to be in this invitational. So yes, go out and perform. Yes, uh, that's kind of the where I'm at with it. No, and I, I can agree. I understand with that. the miscommunication and not having clarification. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's another tournament. Got to compete. No, I, I agree with you completely. Again, I was just trying to put myself in in optic shoes. Right, not knowing exactly what's happening or assuming, and assuming is bad. Yeah, you know. Uh, Malamal, thank you. Well, I shouldn't say thank you. Welcome to live. What the fuck am I talking about? Welcome to the live show. Uh, Arav says the handbook should contain this info, which just got updated on the website today, and it still doesn't contain such info. Great. <laughs> Akusa says, I don't even know if Optic is the best team online. I remember if it weren't too long ago, they were regarding as an online. No, Akusa, they are the best team online right now. They won back to back to back lands. They are the best team on, they're the best team in the world. They have not been proven otherwise. If we're going to take, if we're going to take this fifth, sixth placing in an online tournament to heart, no. Am, am I now going to say that SSG is the best team in the world? No. Do I think they're amazing? Absolutely. But do I think they're the best? No, not yet. People, people seem to forget that Optic literally won three lands back to back to back Orlando worlds in Charlotte. They haven't stopped yet. Handbook shows invitationals do in fact yield HCS points. Oh shit. Art dog. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. That's very interesting to me because Hey, they matter, but they don't, you know, (laughs) it's like a weird multi-dimensional whose line is it anyway where at some points they do work i mean some and sometimes they they do matter at yeah. some point times they don't danny says optic can use the michael jordan i took it personally mindset coming into the next land they might that also like the uh because didn't bound tweet out like the lebron james in in cleveland i think so yeah that picture i like i could see optic doing literally the exact same thing like did you see the tweet that ssg put out today no, I did not. They they put out a tweet poking fun at the situation where Optic are whining 
Oh, sure. Uh, and uh, the optic players replied with like the taking notes emoji. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Yep. So we'll see what happens yep. because Landis, like you guys should know this by now and SSG know this as well. Those players are literal world champions on that roster. Online is not anywhere near the same as LAN. Nowhere near the same. Yes, you are playing the same video game, but it does not play the same. So just wait. DreamHack is going to be fun. It's going to be a fun time seeing what happens, especially now that SSG has that one seed. It's going to be fun to see. So if, if Optic lose this DreamHack Dallas... It takes away their four peat, right? Even if they win the next major, you can say they won four yeah, majors. Yeah, it'll take away their four peat. Yeah, because they wouldn't have they wouldn't have won four it's still, lands. It's in a still row. a land, even though it's an invitation. Yeah, it, it, to me, if they lose, let's say they take second at DreamHack, mm-hmm. does that does that to me drop them down a peg? No, I I wouldn't think of them differently. Now, if they get blown out and take second. We could have a conversation, but if they just if they just lose to a close team in the grand finals, do I think that they're not the best in the world anymore? No. Do I think a new champion has been crowned? No. I think that great on that team for winning. They may have jumped up a little bit in my mind, but we've talked about this. We've talked about this ad nauseum on the show and in Discord as well, and I'll I'll repeat my point. Optic, in my opinion, are on a tier all their own as of right now. I don't care about online placings at all. I love talking about them. I love breaking things down on the show. I think that's great, but it's not the same thing. In terms of LAN, the best team in the world uncontested right now is Optic Gaming. Okay? Plain and simple. And to me, they are in a separate tier all themselves. In that next tier down... You have FaZe and SSG. FaZe slightly above because I believe their players are better. I'm sorry, but I do. And then SSG are like like right there too. We're talking about two teams that have literal, again, world champions on both rosters. Okay? And then the next tier down has basically everyone from 4th through 10th? Maybe? Sure. Right? I think that there's a bigger competition for fourth for fourth place than third through first. Like teams are heavily competing for that fourth place spot. That third, second, first are to me right now pretty solidified until things change. CGS, here's a question for you guys: Is the disruptor better to use as a new uh, new combo style gun than the plasma pistol? It well, had the combine. update it does super combine. There's no dot anymore. I would like to see a comparison between between how many shots it takes to super combine with this disruptor versus charging the plasma pistol and having that connect because charging the plasma pistol after a recent update made that charge time longer. So I'd be, I'd be curious to hear about that. You could rapid fire the PP as much, as much better. Okay. There you go. That's true. I didn't even fucking duh. I'm a fucking noob over here. Who charges the plasma pistol anymore? You fucking moron. No one. Me, actually. I'm the moron. I do. So there you go. 
Um, Will, anything you want to add before we move on? No, nah, I just want all this stuff to be settled at this uh, DreamHack Dallas land and see where all the cards fall, so to speak. And I did say after I wanted to wait till the optic major, but I'm going to take, since they've qualified, I'm going to take this into consideration now. Once this dream hack global invitational is done, I think I'll have a much better understanding of where teams are because I don't think things are going to change drastically after this land. Like Sentinels being the 10th seed, unless they prove something, that's that sucks. G1 being as inconsistent as they are, Native Red being as inconsistent as they are, as much as I love the players on the teams, don't get me wrong, like I think this is going to be really telling. And then complexity, everybody wants to know how they're going to do on land too, myself included. But I'm not one of the fuckers that, throw, that throws shade. You know what I mean? Uh, Jolteon says, sup y'all? We already talked about the fun SSG Smack Talk tweets. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, we, I did briefly mention one. Jagged, welcome back as well. There is a point decay. I think things will change a lot, actually. I, I hope so. It'd be fun. It'd be fun to see. All right. We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> but you know what I am very excited about? What's that? Land after land after oh, land yes. after land after land. We got five. Mumbo number fat. <laughs> Yeah, with the invitationals. Two invitationals, two majors in worlds. Yeah. Oh, I'm fucking, oh my God. The promised lands. I love that. Oh, man. Sir Assassin says, love the show. Thanks again for doing this. Hey, thank you for being here, sir. Appreciate you. Love you too. Arlington will set the foundation. I don't know, man. I think this, I think this land's going to be pretty telling. You think we're gonna we're gonna get any roster mania sweeps coming through? Is there a I wonder when the cutoff is for Arlington? I don't think we get big ones. Think, I don't think we get big I think the big ones have already been done. And when I mean big, I mean like the G1's roster change. I think that's done. I don't think they make another one. Um, I think Sentinels are done too. I don't think they make another one. Complexity, they I believe they have to be done as well, I would assume. Who knows? But I, I think they're going to be done too. Well, yeah, you look at... Um, Native White are solidified. Yeah. Right? Well, after, the, after Kansas City last year, we saw some major moves. There's still teams that can make moves after Arlington. Okay. Ash says, uh, June 11th is roster lock for Arlington. June 11th is roster lock for Arlington. When? Ooh, that's, ooh, really? Because the Global Invitational is like right there. Okay. Yeah, I, I like I said, I think, I think the dream, I think the Dallas... Invitational is going to be is going to be telling. Yeah, June second to the fourth is DreamHack. Yep. We'll have to wait and see. 
I'm excited though. I'm really excited though. No more of this online bullshit. No more of having to deal with this game online in the state that it's in. No more of that. That's all I hope. No more of that shit. We all want lands. We want the best competition there possibly can be. And we're finally going to fucking get it. Every time I play infinite, it's like the game tells me to go fuck myself. <laughs> I want to get that framed and put on the wall. That's what I want. I think I'm right gonna play above some, the monitor. Yeah. I think I'm going to play some infinite today. Oh no. It's going to tell me to go fuck myself. Good point. Good point. I I shouldn't play the game. Anymore. Just going to avoid that yeah. altogether. That's funny. It's not, it's not untrue. All right, that's it for the topic. Let's get into some regular news. In the secondary rant of the show, the Halo Waypoint app is sunsetting by uh, 343. In September of 2021, 343 Industries launched the official Halo Waypoint app for iOS and Android platforms, which has served, which have served as native mobile companions offering the same features and content as the Halo Waypoint website. It's not true. It doesn't offer everything. Over time, we've seen usage patterns shift away from the apps because it's not the same. While the mobile version of HaloWaypoint.com continues to capture the vast majority of site engagement because it has more features. As we look to the future, our focus is on the products and experiences that are most impactful and beneficial to our players and community because you didn't do that fucking much to the mobile app, you fucks. To that end, we have made the decision to cease support for the Halo Waypoint iOS and Android apps and officially sunset them on approximately June 7th, 2023. Less than two years! Less than two years after the fucking revamped apps have released. Going forward, all the same content and features will continue to live and grow on HaloWaypoint.com. They didn't all exist on the fucking mobile app in the first place. The Halo Waypoint website on mobile and desktop will remain the home for Halo game service records, file shares, leaderboards, franchise news, HCS, code redemption, and more. And then thanks, but no thanks delete that fucking last paragraph. It's not even needed. Look, I was one of those woeful individuals that actually used the mobile application. I used it for two reasons. One to purchase stuff within the cosmetic store. If I didn't have access to the game right away and two to look at articles on waypoint. You're welcome. One. It's funny. It's like, it's like the documents live. Like we are on Twitch. <laughs> uh, the app did not have the same functionality as HaloWaypoint.com. Plain and simple. Didn't have content browser. You couldn't do anything like that. You couldn't bookmark anything. You couldn't unsave anything. It didn't have the same shit on the application. So don't say it did. Because it didn't. The application also had bugs. Will, I have an iPhone, whatever the newest one is, the Pro Max. Okay? Okay. Okay? It has the dynamic island. Oh, yeah. Because who gives a shit? The point I bring up is that if you open the app right now, I'll fucking demonstrate live. If you open the app right now, and I go to, let's see here. If I go to the store, right, and I want to inspect the Aranyas armor set. I don't know what the fuck it's called. Okay. Well, can you do me a favor? Can you tap that arrow in the top left corner for me? You can't go back. Oh, you can't go back. Oh, that's fucking crazy. 
Is it because of the dynamic? Uh, no, it's because the fucking app is shit. That's why. Oh my god. <laughs> you literally can't back up on this thing. You know what's really funny? I want to. I want to. Okay. Again, I'm. I. Oh my god. I need to calm myself down because I'm gonna scream. You've already done that. Uh, you're. You're not wrong. I have already done that. Halo support. The Halo support site where you submit tickets. Most of the time, it's a very seamless experience. I've given praise where praise is due on that. They made it easier to submit a ticket, right? I went back. You, you figured it out? Did you just swipe? No. Oh, I just like spammed the shit out of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, and it's was hitting broken. a little below the... Anyway. The app's awful. Regardless, <laughs> let's get back on track for just yeah, a yeah, yeah. second here. Um, Holtz, thank you for the fucking follow. Welcome to the live show. Not that the Fireteam Raven scanners ever work. No, they didn't. You're right, Halt. They never did. At least for me, they never did. So let's talk about Halo support for a second. I think that the majority of the work that they do is awesome. Like, straight up. I think the majority of the work that they do is awesome. But what I find fucking hilarious is when I submit a ticket to the Halo support site, for those who are continual listeners of the show, you'll know the story well. I submitted a ticket because go and check this right now because it still doesn't work. If you go to your My Bookmarks page on the Halo Waypoint website, okay, you go to the My Bookmarks tab in the content browser to view your bookmarks. Only 20 appear on the page. And guess what happens if you have more than 20? Can't get to them? Exactly. You cannot get to them. There is no page navigation. There is no ability to load more. It's non-existent. It's not there. So what did I do? I submitted a ticket on the Halo support site for halowaypoint.com, and I gave them explicit directions. You can't fucking find this. Right? Like, there's no way you can navigate past the initial 20 that appear on the page. Page navigation is non-existent. Yes, HTS points, beloved. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. You missed the topic. It's earlier in the show. The HTS points don't necessarily matter. They do, but they don't. Two's lines in any way in an alternate universe. Moving on. So I submitted a ticket. And I'm like, hey, here's explicit instructions on how to navigate to this area. And you will see that there's no page navigation like page navigation exists on other sections of your website. Can you please add page navigation so I can actually see more than 20 fucking bookmarks? So that ticket sat there for a little while. And then I got a reply. Hey, are you still having this issue? Or actually, no, 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 no. They closed the ticket and they said, hey, we fixed the ticket. You can see them in game. And I'm like, the fuck was that about? That wasn't what I submitted this for. I said, you can't see them all on Waypoint. Is Waypoint the same thing as your fucking game? No. So it's like, hey, please, re please reply below this line to reopen the ticket and provide ex and provide instructions on how to like on how to, um, if, uh, Jesus Christ, I don't know the word I'm looking for right now. <sighs> so I replied, I reopened the ticket and I responded with, I literally copy fucking pasted what I had in the original ticket that you can't do it on waypoint. Here's your navigational tree on how to get to where I'm talking about. And you will see that page navigation doesn't fucking exist. 
And that's where it's at. I'm like, what the fuck? They sold that ticket on StubHub. Thank you, Scud. Appreciate you. So again, more than not, they do a great job. Okay. I mean that they sincerely, I sincerely mean that they do a great job on the Halo support side, but man, that email pissed me the fuck off. You, I literally gave you step-by-step instructions. That's my fucking job. That's my day job is giving step-by-step instructions. I gave you step-by-step instructions on how to do the same thing and see that they're not there. And you say, where in the game? No. Striker, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Sorry for my rant. I'm fucking waypoint of all things. That's what I'm ranting about right now. It's so fucking stupid. And then they're sunsetting this app that they didn't take enough time to fully develop and fix and add features to. And then they complain that people aren't using it. I wonder fucking why. That's it for the regular news. Connor Games Watch! I'm going to say the second thing first and the first thing second. So the second thing first is that the rocker is still bad. Do you know, Will, that there is a possibility that we don't make, we don't qualify for champs two years in a row? Yeah, I do. The rocker fucking bad. And the first thing that I'm saving for second, Fast 10. Oh, no. Fast and the Furious 10. Yeah. Is actually going to be three parts instead of two. Why, why is that in God and other games? Because I didn't know where else to put it, and I'm putting it in the fucking show, baby. Does it need to be three fucking Whoa! parts? Yeah. Jesus. Oh, man, the franchise that just won't die. They just keep milking. I love it. I uh, love it. You know, they released the final trailer today for that, for Fast 10. It's four minutes long of a trailer. I didn't even, I haven't even watched it. Ooh, Jason Momoa is the bad guy. I know that. I still need to see Fast 9. Oh, God. You should watch Fast 9. Yeah. Yeah. Space. Space. Re, uh, a, a recap of Fast 8 might be nice, too. A Fast and Furious movie marathon might be beneficial. <laughs> With a little Hobbs and Shaw thrown in for good measure. I've watched uh, one through four. The fifth movie is not on any streaming sites. Fast Five. Fast Five, yeah. So I got to find my old DVD wherever the hell that is. And then continue. Was fa- was uh, was it Fast and Furious was six? Or was that four? That was four. What's six? Because seven is Furious Seven. That's a good question. Fate of the Furious is F8. Yep. And then Fast and Furious 9 and then Fast Time. I didn't it, see Hobbs and Shaw, I don't think. Hobbs and Shaw is a good movie. I think it's literally Fast and Furious 6. Okay. That's what it's coming. Up. Okay. I was going to say, I didn't know if it was like a weird name or not. Cool. Oh. So, yeah. Get fucking, get strapped in, boys. Fast Time's going to be three parts. It's the gift that just keeps on giving. You Wonderful. Love, you love to see it. Or is you it, don't. Is it the last one? I think they are. Yeah, these are the last ones. Yeah. Parts. Yeah. They they took 
they took. So it's, it's essentially the last one movie is stretched into three fucking movies. They they did the Hunger Games and Harry Potter thing, but instead of two movies, they're stretching it out to three. You know what they're doing? They're doing The Hobbit. Oh yeah, because The Hobbit was one book that they made three movies out of. Right. Yeah, they're that's they're doing. So it's gonna be this long drawn out thing that didn't need to be. Yep. Yep. Akuza says Fast and Furious is a trash franchise. Stop right there. But still managed to be better than the last three Halos. Stop right there. Both both statements false. Because Fast and Furious is an amazing franchise that's completely overdone. It's like the perfect popcorn flick. Like, the story does not fucking matter. The story does not fucking matter. All you need to know about the Fast and the Furious, ladies and gentlemen, is that what, Will? It's about... Family. Family. It's about family. Absent, thank you. Uh, welcome to the live show. Pretty sure Fast Five is on Hulu with the live TV add-on. Who's paying for live TV on Hulu? I bet there are people out there that do that, but... Yeah, I don't have that. I ain't one of them. Is it six, the one where Letty lost her memory? Yes. Will's fucking just on the money. <laughs> yeah. Four, spoiler alert here, if anyone, oh uh, yeah, four is where she basically disappears. Yeah. Five, they're in uh, Brazil. And six is when uh, Shaw shows up and you find out about Letty. Yep. Hurl. Wow, you spoiled I was about to start watching the fourth one. Shit! Oh, it's Herc. My bad. Herc XBL. And it's Toxel and Herc. Big guess for the followers. Welcome you can to the still watch show. it. I didn't spoil the whole story. <laughs> Just the main part. That, Just that, the that thing's been part. out for, what, 10 years probably? Oh. God damn. Can't wait for the next Fast and Furious that is set in Mario Land. No, 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 no. Next up, we need Mario Kart, the movie. <laughs> I know that there's a cameo of Mario Kart in the Super Mario Brothers movie, which I still have not seen, so no spoilers for that shit. It releases digitally tomorrow. I'm super stoked. I have a pre-ordered ready to go already. I'm going to nice. watch the fuck out of that. Um, But no, Fast and the Furious, I genuinely like... The Fast and the Furious franchise, like the Saw franchise, are just complete and utter guilty pleasures for me. Like 1,000%. Just like Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus is a guilty pleasure song by me and I think is a fucking bop. Like, I will never get upset if a Fast and the Furious movie releases. Because I know exactly what I'm going to get. Because they always go way over the top. It's funny. And there's some cars in there. You know? The cars are sprinkled in every now and again. But all in all, the story of the Fast and the Furious is family. That's it. Riz and Juan, that song is indeed a bop. High key. Riz says song slaps low key. And it's, it's a great song. It's a great fucking song. It's it's a great song so much so that my daughter has a kids bop. We don't listen to kids bop. Okay, let me just make that point clear. She listens to kids bop. And uh, she has a thing called a Yodo player. It's like a mini like Bluetooth speaker basically, but you can buy these like NFC cards kind. They're, they're cards that store information on them. And she has a kids bop card that has a kids bop version of Party in the USA. That's arguably her favorite song. Nice. And I didn't even introduce her to the song. 
she happened upon it herself with that card. And then I played the original for her. And that song's a fucking, it's amazing. Long distance buoy. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Akuza says, Will Smith should join Fast and Furious as he slaps anyone who kisses his family. Oh my God. Oh my God. Scott says, it's the same energy as I'm not rich. My family's rich. What do you mean? Carnage says, Brian is back is what I keep seeing on Facebook. Obviously it's just people stirring up shit. No, he is. He, uh, there's a cameos like flashbacks. So, but no, I'm, I'm, all jokes aside, like I am genuinely excited for Fast 10. It go, It's in theaters this Friday. And when I saw that interview clip, because Vin Diesel like straight up confirms that it's going to be three parts. Because the, like the director went to them or the, the company, the, the, the company went to them and like, can we make this two parts? Do you think you can make this into two parts? And then uh, apparently like after seeing the first part, they went back to Vin and the crew and were like, do you think you can make it three? Oh. And so it's like, it's confirmed. It's basically confirmed that fast 10 will be three parts. And yeah, I'm stupidly excited. I know exactly what I'm going to get. I think they're going to be a fun time. And yeah, fuck. Yeah. Sign me the fuck up. So there you go. And the rocker is still shit. Yeah. That's it for kind of the games. Watch it's time for Will's Adventures of Halovers. And that's it. Will, what you play? Played Halo Infinite. Oh my God. What? God, uh, we lost HRL semifinals. Um, I heard. Yep. We lost to a team that. Beat the team that beat the team that beat us in the season. <laughs> so, um, they were they were quite good, very coordinated. They felt like they've been playing together for a long time. So, took the L. We move on. You know, GG go next, right? <laughs> next you, season. You know what? I think uh, I know that Zarners was jokingly blaming Riz. I'm going to blame myself for not casting. No, 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 no. For telling you to kick their asses when I was drunk. Oh yeah. I blame myself. Giving us that hype before the game. Yep. I blame myself. I should have just let it be. I should have just let it be. And maybe the outcome would have been different. And then I would be casting the finals and then you could have lost, but whatever. It's besides the point. (laughs) Carnage with your fucking, (laughs) <laughs> Your free agent tweet was fucking hilarious. You see SSG tweet his yes, yes I did. we covered that already. Yeah, play Pat, yep. Um so yeah, and then we basically grinded is that Friday or Saturday? Sunday. That was just yesterday. Oh my god. It was yesterday. Yeah. Grinded forever. Um my shining moment was getting I think it was Streets Oddball. Um, I, I got rocks. They were holding the ball like back a, I went through tires and right as I saw one member jump up top a, I fired the rocket, ended up getting three with one rocket and chased the, the last guy down in, um, 
cafe area. So we got the got the over with with two rockets, which felt great. We got control back, but yeah, just played some Halo Infinite. Um, need to keep grinding, getting better. That's where I'm at. Sweet. What about you, Josh? What'd you play? I played some Infinite as well in the community. Played it. It was a fun time. I heard it was a very good time. I'm sorry I couldn't be there. It's okay. Uh, Juan couldn't be there either. His PC crashed twice. Oh so no, that's, that's fun. Yeah, my uh, just infinite things. My brother came into town. Um, I was hoping to be back by like eight eight thirty, but he was getting his tattoo finished up, and we were supposed to go to dinner. Um, his tattoo didn't finish until eight, when it was supposed to be done at like six thirty. Wonderful. So we're like, fuck. It's okay. So yeah, it's okay. Your brother's in town. Yeah. Got to get that dinner. I hear you. Yeah. And then I uh, also played some Breath of the Wild. Uh, yes, Tears of the Kingdom is out. And yes, I will be playing it, but after six years of that game being released over the weekend, I finally beat Breath of the Wild. Very nice. Yes. Felt great. Felt great. It's very good. Um, What about the rumors of a new progression system for ranked? Uh, We don't talk about leaked information on the show, Captain. Welcome back, by the way. Uh, but yes, I did see what you are referring to. Okay. That's all I'll say in terms of that. Uh, Carnus is of Cilia to finish it. Need to beat the last divine beast. What's the last one that you're on? Because I'll say that the one in the, in the desert was a, that was the only one that gave me trouble. Everyone else was a piece of cake, but because it was so fast, like I just needed to time the parry correctly. But like that was. That was the only one that caused me some trouble. The other ones were fucking easy. But that's besides the point. Everyone experiences things differently in that game. It's time for some shout-outs. Akusa says, last night I bought the new Zelda and was confused why Link had bondage rope. Turns out I bought the wrong game. I'm now a proud owner of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, wow. Fuck. I'm, I'm mad I read that out loud. Nice. I'm mad I read that one. Oh, you have the desert one, flying one, the elephant one. Oh, you're fucking dude. Oh, uh, at the at Death Mountain, then that's the last one you have, right? With the Gorons, that's easy peasy, dude. You're fine. You'll do just fine. Shout out to everyone who joined in the community playdate. That was Daniel. Damn, Daniel. D pancakes. Fox too quick. Carnage. Overkill. Riz. Snag. Whole. Uh, almost said whole daddy. Is Sw- <laughs> a whole daddy. Swole daddy. Swole Hole Daddy and Zarners. Thank you guys for joining the play. I hope it was a fun time. Uh, Carnage, I can message you on Discord after this. Uh, Game Crazy John. Okay, I have a great feeling that has nothing to do with the game store that we used to live by. But like, when I, man, does that just really bring me back? Holy shit. Real quick, Game Crazy John, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Quick story about the first part of your name that's not John. Uh, there was, there's a video, there was a, you managed to, no fucking way, no way it does have to do with that. No way. Game Crazy was my favorite store. That was where we went to the Halo 3 Midnight release. Yes, it was. Fucking Lanky Sasquatch. Uh, listener of the show, the show, the <laughs> show, you know? Minnesota. Yeah. Check out your profile pic. Oh, Yo, it is, yeah. It's game crazy. Dead ass. It's straight up. Oh my God. Holy shit. 
Oh, that's crazy. Game crazy. <laughs> oh, I'll show myself out. That's <laughs> no, seriously, that store was fucking awesome. That's a sign from my store when we closed it from the archway in the Hollywood video. What uh what stores did you manage, if you mind me asking? Like what look like what area did you manage? We're in Minnesota. And uh yeah, it was a it was an incredibly sad day when ours closed down. It was an incredibly sad day when ours closed down. It was like it was easily one of the best places yeah. ever. Still has the sign. That's amazing. Oh my god, that's so fucking crazy. Holy game crazy. I didn't even mean for that to happen a second time. It just happened. Wow, that's that's insane. Oh my god. Talk about fucking deep cuts. Game yeah. crazy, man. Wow. Ours was also attached to a Hollywood video. Wait, I have a genuine question for you, John. I have a genuine question for you. We are not I know we talked about Fast and the Furious and all that stuff, and I know we're in the shoutouts right now. I am going 1,000% off the rails for a minute, okay? I'm going 1,000% off the rails for a second. John, question for you. Did you guys ever have an exclusive membership that was, like, called Asylum or something like that? Yes? You know what the fuck I'm talking about! Yes! Holy shit! Holy shit! It, ex it exists! Oh my god! The manager at the store that we were at, right? The man I forgot his name. I feel like such an asshole. The manager of the store that we were next to, he pulled me aside one day because I was in there like every fucking day. He pulled me aside one day and he gave me an envelope. And he's like... This is literally what he said to me, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, from all those years ago. He hands me an envelope and says, do not tell anybody I gave you this. Go home. And it may have been a VHS or something. He's like, go home, put it in, and follow the instructions. And I'm like, I'm a naive kid. And he just hands me this nondescript envelope. And I'm like, all right, sure, yeah. I'll do that. And yeah, it was it was a fucking membership. It was called Asylum. Says uh, a few of those DVD packs with the dog tags. So it was yes. There you go. Oh my god! I'm so holy shit. I you have this is gonna sound so stupid. This is gonna sound so stupid to everybody that is still listening slash watching this right now. But I have been waiting to ask about that for years. And I know I probably could have just gone online and asked about it. But the literal fact that we have a former store manager to one of the greatest gaming video game stores in existence. I, my mind is fucking blown right now. This, honest to God, Will, I'm not kidding when I say this. This might be top five favorite moments for me on uh, this show. Wonderful. Glad, glad you finally got to clear that up. Dude, I'm fucking, I'm losing my mind right now. Holy shit. Oh my God. I am. Wow. John, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for the follow. Thank you for 
fuck just tuning in at the literal perfect time. I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. Ash, okay, we have an update in regards to a thing we talked about earlier. Ash says, Icy Chiller 54, the project lead for DreamHack, says it's a fours tournament, FYI. Really? Okay, so is it just like a, are we just, it's just like kind of like an open bracket thing? As long as you have a BYOC ticket, then you're able to compete? How are team things going to work for that? That doesn't make any fucking sense. Ryan, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. And I apologize that links aren't working. Um, but we did a, we did an interview with Mick when you should go check it out on our YouTube channel. If you just search HGS pro tech on YouTube, you'll find it again. I'm sorry. Links aren't, uh, commands aren't working right now. I don't know fucking why, whatever Blake. Oh, Blake SSG. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the live show. Thank you for the follow. I like your shirt can't really see it because my fucking cup's in the way. I like your shirt. And your merch in general. Shout out SSG merch. John says, I'm so that you were a Game Crazy fan. They really were superior to GameStop. I, I actually agree with that statement. And also managed those stores for almost 13 years. Just didn't have the right people on the Hollywood side and the movie gallery when they brought then when they bought us. Um, also love your shirt. It's been sold out for a few weeks. Thank you for being here, John. Thank you so much. Ash says, no further info yet, and I know the link will be removed, but maybe the boys can see it. Uh, Blake says, I see used to have COD locals that work like that. A little easier with consoles, though, in my opinion. Merch team go crazy? They do. They go absolutely fucking bonkers. Yes, they do. My one... You know what, Blake? Since you're here, I'm just going to fucking throw this out there. You know? Uh, For your joggers, is there any way, shape, or form to make them a little longer? Like the inseam a little bit longer. I'm just going to throw it. You're, you're here. You know, you're here. I might as well just throw it out there. Whatever the fuck. You probably can't, but it's fine. I just want to throw it out there. We're tall boys. We're tall, lanky dudes. We just want, we just want like another inch or two in the inseam, you know, so they actually cover our ankles. You know what I mean? Do a tall line for us. Yeah. <laughs> Have a tall line. Get a yeah. range. I'll buy the fuck out of them. I'm not lying. Not lying. I'll buy the fuck out of them, Blake. I mean it. Says so definitely pass it along for future drops. Thank Let's you. Go. Thank you. Thank you. Blanket hoodie is life. I have both of them. I got one sitting right there in the chair. Yes. It is great. It is great. Um, no, seriously, we say it all the time and truly, truly mean it. So, Blake, if you want to pl- if you want to pass this information off too, because I true we we've said this so many fucking times on the show. The SSG merch is the best merch in the scene by far. Like there's, in my opinion, there's literally no competition as to who has the best merch in the scene and it's SSG. The collaboration that they did with the HCS is insane. Like all the stuff that they do is so, so fucking good. So fucking good. And also huge shout out to the folks that work the SSG booths at the events. Oh, yeah, they've been super kind, great to interact with. Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. So, Blake, fucking tell them that, too. God. And, yeah, 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 congratulations on winning the qualifier and all that shit. Whoop-de-doo. But, hey, <laughs> your guys' merch is insane, okay? Um, 
Shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. Now that we're going to get back on track here for a hot oh, minute. You got a list. I got a little list. A little itsy bitsy list. Give me a Secarino here. Uh, Scatterbrain, Vaporize, Blanca, Conish, Visualite, Woods, Phantom, Josh, Sparkle, Little Lucid, uh, Memory, I remember, Dominates, Can You Even Take It, Meet, Infamous, Furt, Nova, Bird Degree Murder, Zunzi, Vans, D. Smith, Art Dog, Halt, that's right, Beloved, Striker, Herc, it's Toxel, Long Distance Bowie, Game Crazy John, Ryan, and Blake. Thank you all for the follows. Greatly fucking appreciated. You guys are amazing. And thank you, Blake, for passing the words along. And I mean it. We say it all the time. You guys truly deserve the praise. And um, thank you guys for being awesome. It Another thing, another sentiment I want to hit home before I get to the subs real quick is, and we've said this on the show before too, one of the things I love about SSG as an organization is that it truly feels to me, at least from the outside looking in is that you guys care about everyone involved, right? You guys care about the players. You guys care about the organization. You guys care about the scene, regardless of how, you know, this game tends to be, you know what I mean? Um, no. And it, it's greatly appreciated that you guys seem to be doing it the right way for again, from the outside looking in, it looks like everything's being done the right way. You love to see it and please keep it up. Please keep it up. And then also, um, let's get to the subs. Yeah. Give me one second. Fox with the eight month daddy with the five month Winkler with the 11 month Barnaby Jones with the six month. And Chicka with the 11th month. You guys, thank you so much for the subs. Greatly appreciate it. You guys get a woo! Greatly, yeah, greatly appreciate it. I can't, keep, I can't stop saying it, you know? SSG is honestly the partner of it seemingly does the best overall promotion of the league. Oh, 1,000%. Sup, Overkill. Welcome back. Enjoy the audio version of the show. Enjoy my rants because they're a plenty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to everyone who is a patron at the semi-pro and higher tiers. What those are, those include Riz, Zarners, Obijoy, Mr. Smiley, High Tech Redneck, Wrath, uh, Goalie Sniper, The Only Neeb, Heavy Rainfall, Elated Dartboard, and Carnage. Thank you all so very much for the additional support over on Patreon. Cubix, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. And also, Will's going to shout out the Patreon later, but I'm just going to throw it out here now. If you're subbing to us on Twitch, thank you. That means a shit ton. Okay? But I say it every week, or at least I'm trying to say it every week. I want your money to go further. So, check out the Patreon. For five bucks, you get an exclusive audio show every month for the same price of a Twitch sub. Okay? I want you to get more for your money. I said it before and I'll say it again. I don't care about revenue splits. I don't fucking care at all. I want you to get more. And the way you get more is with Patreon. And you make us work for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you make us work for it. Speaking of which, we got to schedule some shit. We do. 
That we do. Happy belated birthday to Onset Bravo and Manny. Happy belated birthday, gents. And congratulations to Podcast Evolved on reaching the 300-episode milestone. Woo! Let's go. Huge shout-out to you guys. That's awesome. And we'll be there soon enough. 13 more to go. Wow. 13, that's it. Yeah, we're almost there. God damn. We're almost there. Uh, that's it for the shout-outs. Community creations, Halo memes every day. Rat.com forward slash r forward slash Halo memes. Then we have Two Times the Grind, episode 37. Go check out that show. We have Profit, which is inspired by Max Hoberman's midship concept. is by Unique. It's a Forge map. Check that out. And then we have Forge features for May 12, 2023 by 343. All the links, including the Google Doc, the show notes of the show. I would say exclamation point show notes in chat, but the, it's not working. So you can just check out the link in the pinned comment. Or, or if you're checking out the VOD or audio version, it's in the description. It'll be there. That'll work. That link will be there. That'll work. Oh, my God. Will, that's all I got. So if you yeah. wouldn't mind, plug in the show. As Josh mentioned, we now have our Patreon, patreon.com slash Talk. If you want to check out our um, audio show where we talk about other things that are not directly related to Halo, Halo might be included if we're talking video games, but, you know, some other topics. Go, uh, yeah, I think that's at the $5 tier, right? $10 tier, you get access to our Pro Talk Play series, which Josh and I play a video game. There's shenanigans. We do weird stuff. <laughs> last two were fun. Out. Last yeah, two were last fun. two were really fun. Um, there's a couple other tiers in there. I f I'm, I'm even forgetting everything that's involved, but... Just check out the Patreon. If you want extra content from us, like Josh said, that buck to go a little farther, get more content, that's where you can find it. And as always, you can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HGS Pro Talk. We're on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well. Like Josh's favorite? Pocket Cast, still not mad. Maybe someday, you know? Maybe. We should, we should like... I'll reach out to them. Poke them, yeah. <laughs> uh, join the Discord. Join the community discussion. HGS Pro Talk Discord. Um... Lots of great things going on there. Uh, if you want to stay involved with the community, talk with us, you know, post what's going on with tournaments. We sometimes do watch-alongs if, if we're home for tournaments. Join the Discord. It's a great place to be. Uh, follow us on Twitter if you're looking for more updates and anything going on with us in the show or Josh retweeting things that are happening around the scene. Check out the Twitter. Keep you informed. Uh, we have our Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok, obviously YouTube, we got our VODs and interview series on, but shorts now coming out on the YouTube and the other social media sites. And I can't wait for you guys to see them. The first one launched today. The first one did launch today. Huge shout out to all in Juan. Exactly. Credit goes to him. Uh, much appreciated. And I'm excited for, for what's to come. Go follow all in Juan on Twitter right now. Perfect. Do it. Um, if you would like to catch the live show, live Mondays, 7 p.m. Central Time on twitch.tv slash hcsprotalk, come find us there. If you go to hcsprotalk.com, it'll actually send you to the fine folks over at Podcast Evolved. So make sure to check out evolvedhalo.com. Your home for Halo. They have their shows such as Podcast Evolved, Mission Debrief, Halo TV Plus, Book Club, Build With Blocks, Halo Headlines, and Halo Gear Guide. And then we have our own little section over there as well. We do. Because they were so gracious and 
added us in. And I'll be working on adding uh, calendar events on their calendar as well. So like uh, official HCS events. So if you are um, purviewing EvolvedHalo.com frequently, then you should be able to see when HCS events are coming up in case you're any at all interested. Bridging that gap. Wonderful. Uh, Bridge, Briggs says, I long for the day Mountain Dew is a primary sponsor for HCS Pro Talk. You know, I drink enough of their products. That they probably should be. I used to. Yeah. So if we were, I would. I still need my caffeine. I don't, I drink advanced GG now. <laughs> so, and Ghost, because that phase pop deal that they had. Good stuff. Oh, that was awesome. Do you see that? For the okay. one day of that phase yeah. of the 4K, the qualifier, they were giving half off uh, phase pop. So like cans, tubs, whatever, it was half off. So it was buy one, get one free. Pretty good. Like that's, yeah, I fucking got two tubs. Fucking awesome. Um. Yeah. Is that it for the plugs? That's all I got. Anything I, to add? To I got one more. Okay, I go got one it. more. Go for it. Um, I said this at the at the end of last week's episode. I want to say this again now. For those that are still here, for those that are still tuning in live, for those that are listening to the audio version or checking out the VOD, let us know if you're gonna be at the Texas Major, okay, in Arlington. I am currently working on designs for the what's going to be the exclusive event sticker that I'm going to have on me at the event that you can get for free, like totally free. And uh, we'll also be working on an exclusive merch line for the major as well. Uh, the primary color that will be featured is obviously the optic gaming green. So stay tuned. A green, a green optic gaming green, uh, it's not. It's on their branding guidelines. Okay. Yeah. We're good. Okay. We're yeah. good. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ash has slightly more info. Uh, Dreamhack Dallas Spring BYOC is double elimination as well. I would love how they're going to format this properly because, uh, like, if one player on a team purchases a BYOC pass, does that mean all players have access to that? Because I heard tickets are sold out. So how the fuck is that going to happen? Don't take my word for it on if they're sold out or not. I heard that they are. I don't know for sure if they are. I'm not looking at DreamHack's website right now, but I'm really curious. Ash says, yeah, they are. I'm really curious as to how they're going to do that. Otherwise, it's, it's going to be like pickup teams, right? Like you see three other people with PCs that didn't know about this tournament because apparently it's just fucking been not halfway announced. Another communication problem. Not HCS's fault, but whatever. And... How the fuck is this going to work? I'm Whatever. We'll figure it out. So yeah, come find me to get an event exclusive sticker for free. And uh, stay tuned for the merch line that will be available on that weekend only for the Optic Major. It's going to be exciting stuff. Hope you enjoy it. Oh, that's all I got. So ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 287 of HCS Pro Talk. I want to thank you very much for tuning in live if you're doing so. Thank you all for hanging out here, joining in the conversation, adding to the conversation, being respectful as always. And also, thank you all for tuning in to the VOD on YouTube if you're doing that, or listening to the audio version of the show if you're doing that on your favorite podcast service. We'll be back next week. But before I say that, Briggs asks, what would be more worth attending for spectators, the Dallas or Arlington event? Dallas... If you want more than just Halo, 
because CSGO is going to be popping off Arlington if you just want Halo. Okay? There you go. Gamer green is the color FYI. That was the green in the Game Crazy stores. That's fucking hilarious. All right. That's going to do it for us. We'll be back next week to talk about more shit. What shit? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But until then, Scud, I love you. Chat, I love you. Listeners, I love you. We'll see you next week. Until then. Bye-bye.